What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Justin, the content creating realtor, man. And I am so excited because I'm with my family, <laughs> Jesse Barnes from Real Estate Matters. What's up, everybody? We said we were going to do a podcast. We did, we did it. We did it, right? We're here. But I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk. I'm excited. It's going to be good. I'm really excited, though, to connect with you guys because I have a passion for people. I have a passion for learning. I'm hungry, man. I come from nothing. I've been through a lot. And it's all about who you surround yourself with and who you network with. I'm excited for all of this just because I like to give back. I like to inspire people. And I think that there's the 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 options that we've talked about with where this thing might go are, you know, Divergent. And there's there's a billion, trillion, quadrillion different uh, kind of pathways. It might, um, but the the cool thing is like when it when everything breaks down, the idea was like let's just let's get excited. Let's see you know talk about what we do and see if we can't excite other people about it, motivate other people. We are just so excited to network with you guys and give you value and change your life. And it's all about starting these type of conversations that we're going to have tonight. So our guest, listen, I don't even know how to introduce him. I'm going to have him introduce himself, but I don't even know how many businesses he has, but he has a lot. Um, he's not no just six-figure earner. You know, he is a boss. He is a CEO. They're successful individuals that have put their mind to something and changed their lives, their families, and um this is Joe McCabe, guys. What's up, Joe? What's going on, Justin? Man, practice that? Man, I wish I practiced. It's just I used to freestyle <laughs> back in the day, so that was just my way of like being poetic awesome. and saying appreciate all these the nice words. things about you. You know what yeah, I mean? Appreciate it. Appreciate it. The thing he didn't tell you was he was a pretty girl on a fake profile, and that's how we met. <laughs> he fished me. He catfished <laughs> me. How would you introduce yourself? Um, well, I... Uh, I, I guess I'd say that I am uh, a veteran and entrepreneur um, in a few different industries and looking to expand those further. Uh, so mainly real estate, title, mortgage, home health care, some real estate holdings, and then looking to get into some more limited partners, partnerships and more real estate holdings. So, Joe, like, how are you how are you motivating yourself? I mean, I talk to people every day. And they're always telling me how good of a business person you are, how motivating you are, how inspiring you are, how you strive to get to the next level. And so people follow you, right? You're leading by example. You strive to get to the next level. So, so are others like, how do you do it? Tell us. <clears throat> well, I don't have a, I don't have like a, a come up story. Uh, there's no, um, there's no story here of like, I had it so hard and I've got a chip on my shoulder. Um, just, Grew up middle class, <clears throat> normal middle class, and um, at some point got lucky enough to get into real estate, start selling at Keller Williams, and started to really did not like sales. Well, it's all it's all sales, right? But but I didn't like the individual sales part of real estate. I liked the operations of a business. I liked all the verticals. I liked right. where if I could multiply the you know, as a broker, you can multiply and. Next thing you know, you're making money off real estate, title, mortgage, property, casualty. And then what can you do with that money? You can deploy it into home health care deals. You can deploy it into real estate, uh, so many different things. So I fell in love with the operations of a business. <clears throat> I think what I do to myself personally um, to stay motivated is to constantly overcommit, constantly stay broke 
a cash perspective, mm. like just constantly deploying every dollar I have so that I then have to go get more, you know, put it in places where you, you can't get it back. You know, once you invest in a fund, it's, it's gone, go make some more. Uh, once you put in a property, it's gone, go make some more. And I focus on strictly stacking assets and not cash flow. And I, I see that online you get the complete opposite worst advice possible whether it's real estate, whether it's business, whether it's these e-com solopreneur, that type of bullshit stuff. Um, you know, businesses have employees. Businesses have real revenues exceeding um, seven, eight figures. And and that's the point you need to get to. But today it's like there's so much rhetoric around be your own business, control your destiny. It's like, well, really, you just want a four-hour work week, which isn't a real thing. You're seeking balance before you've ever achieved anything. Uh, which is not, there's no such thing as work-life balance if you're actually trying to get to something great. It's not possible. If you want to be the best soldier, you're the best fucking soldier and your family suffers while you're on deployment. Um, that's the same thing in real estate. You know, if it's in business and you want to make a lot of money, well, there's nothing wrong with making a lot of money. You might just have people around you that don't find that acceptable to make money. They've given up on money. They've given up on themselves. They don't know how to make money. Um, and you can't let them drag. I was growing up in a culture where nobody taught me like about money. So how am I supposed to do something I don't know how to do? How am I supposed to be the man of my family? How am I supposed to lead, you know, my kids? I don't know how. I don't know about money. People are. So you asked a lot of like really deep, big questions in that last comment. Like, how do I, how do I inspire the next generation to get, you know, to understand money if they haven't taken literacy financial classes and, and they're, they're not offered unless you're going to like really expensive universities. Like how do I, how do I teach these things and how do I learn about them myself? And I think, you know, we've talked about it before, like the power of the five, right? Who Absolutely. Are you out with? What do they know? What do they strive to be? Ultimately you're going to become an average of those people. And so here we are with purpose, creating a podcast called the network because we want to make sure that the five people, are inspiring, are motivating and can get shit done. Right. And so we're sitting next to Joe McCabe and he's talking about staying broke, which, Oh, by the way you did. Right. But he wouldn't have done like six months ago, nine months ago, 12 months ago. Right. But instead he saw the power of staying broke and, and massive action and just said, we're going to start a podcast. I'm going to invest in all of this equipment because I see that ultimately it will become what I want it to be. So staying broke, I'm gonna, you, you probably were broke um, and and you probably just didn't want to go back to ground zero, which is understandable. Um, but that's pretty much how my story begins in 2016 that I, I hear is like what you just said. We hear from realtors all the time um, is that they basically don't know. Um, they kind of think that they don't know what they don't know. And they're more worried about spreadsheeting things and figuring things out and you know, what I did in, in basically from 2016 to 2019, I didn't have any money. Fast forward to now, uh, Justin dropped some hints on where I am. And um, that was because I decided to stay broke. I realized that at some point in 2016, and a lot of this credit goes to the Grant Cardone 10X conference in, in Vegas. But I had a start date for Philadelphia Police Academy. It was like December of 2015. I started selling real estate not long before that made the police salary in six months. And uh, I was already a cop in the military. So my family's like, just, you can always be a cop. <clears throat> you can be a cop. Like, you can be a cop when you're 40. Like, sure. you can always do it. You can always fuck it up and come back. And I'm like, all right, well, that <laughs> makes sense. So 
So I started selling real estate really aggressively. Um, someone told me I'd be a better real estate or a better owner than I would be a real estate agent. I'm like, okay. So I just go buy a franchise. Um, and so that's the first lesson. I didn't research franchises. I looked for the cheapest one. I didn't know anything about running a business. I didn't know where to get a broker. I didn't know how to get my broker's license. I just jumped in and did it. So like every example that you're talking about right now, like there's, you've said stay broke twice. So I want you to at some point elaborate on what, what that means. Cause a lot of people won't know. Um, and then secondly, like everything that you're talking about is just like action, action, action. So also speak to that kind of mentality and that approach to business, because if real estate agents for, for your experience are like so focused on planning and like creating like a calendar, it sounds like maybe you're saying like, maybe that's not the answer. Mm -hmm. So like elaborate on the go, go, go that you clearly have. And also like, what does it really mean to stay broke? You've said that a couple. Yeah, I think, I mean, people in general just don't want to um, execute on that. It's it's very, it's hard for people to execute. They want to, I say it's like spreadsheeting it. They want to spreadsheet everything. They want to have all the data. And it's like, you could do that. Like when I bought, when COVID hit, I was like, oh, everyone's going to go out of business. Let me see what I could buy. So I looked at businesses that just bought- got listed. That's how uh, we got into home healthcare. And now we're at 15 million in revenue in less than nine months. So nine months. what that was to me was like an idea. How do you buy a business? You go to BizBuySell or any other business broker website. You just start submitting offers. I didn't know anything about healthcare. Healthcare could have been laundromats. It Did you to get it financed? Uh, all seller finance for the most part. Oh you know, raise some capital for some deals. Um, but that's that's the thing is like if you have an idea, just execute on it. What's the worst that could happen? And, and so obviously that's a pro. That's a good thing. And then the flip side, like let's say that I spent you know, 12 hours spreadsheeting some sort of business that like, it's telling me what it's making. It's telling yeah. me what it's earning. It's telling me what it's costs. And I spreadsheet it and I spreadsheet it and I spreadsheet it. And ultimately like I either get in my own head and don't execute or somebody else comes probably yeah. him and swoops it up. And so now it's gone. Well, that's what people do. It's like, well, I, you know, the biggest thing with realtors, like, well, I want to make more money in real estate. Okay. Well, Double your workload, call more people. How many hours did you work today? How long did you spend on social media? Like we can figure that out. That's all bullshit. And then what, what are the next things you do in real estate? It's not hard. Look around, grow a team, start a brokerage, get title, get mortgage, build all that up under you. Like there's no secret sauce to this. Do you know how to do all those things? No, but you need the first step is to say, Hey, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go buy this LLC and I'm going to go open it up. And the other thing that people do is they start, they bring in a little bit of money and they squander that 10 grand. 10 grand's bullshit. Take that 10 grand, get another employee. That's, that's three months of payroll. Maybe now you got an assistant as a realtor. Invest in yourself. What do you, what, who's your influence? That uh, a lot of people get too caught up in. Let's figure out like, you know, part of spreadsheeting it is who's my mentor. Who do I know? You know, let me talk to them. Then you're going to want to talk to someone else. Then you're going to talk to an attorney. I became my own attorney, my own account, all that, all that stuff in the beginning. Cause you have to, and it's a, it's a balance, like a dichotomy between sure business is a marathon. Everyone says that shit. That's just an excuse to be slow. It's a marathon, but you better run it like a sprint in the short term because you know, like you're always playing catch up. Like, you know, um, Jesse and I are doing a lot with title joint ventures with other brokers in different States. And it's like, we have to go sign that JV, you know, get them up and running use our centralized operations center, then start hiring for people. Then, you know, at some point it all gets chaotic. And that's because we are still a startup. Yeah. It's, it's a run up. It's a sprint. It's, 
and then it stabilizes and get and gets nice. I also think that you know, with that idea of it's a marathon, but you have to run out the gate sprinting. Like, you know, something I truly believe in is when you talk about anything in life, you know. But we're here talking about business specifically, but business, you know, physical wellness, spiritual wellness, relationships, whatever it may be. Like, there's a couple things that are real, right? The people overestimate what they can accomplish in a really short period of time. All right, I'm just going to change my life in a day or a week or a month. Like, it's not realistic. But what is realistic is that over a course of a, you know extended time, you can change your life. So come out the gate with the long-term goal from tomorrow, right? It has to happen tomorrow or it's not happening. The next day it has to happen. So like you have this idea of I'm going to change my life. I got to execute. I got to fire on all cylinders. I got to put the, put the metal to the metal and go. And like, it might not happen tomorrow, which is where the, it's a marathon comes into play. But if you're not acting like it needs to happen yesterday, you're probably not going to get to that end goal you set for yourself. So like, don't, don't underestimate what you can accomplish if you focus and if you go, go, go. And I think that like, there's, an example sitting right here that's saying like, these are the things you need to do. And like the financial literacy you're talking about with how can I educate myself, people around me, others, my family, my, my generations to come. I mean, it's, it's really that it's just like open your eyes and listen and like success leaves clues. It's, it's right there. And like, honestly, like it's the people you're around. Like, so I know that I got to execute because if I'm in conversations with people of your stature and your caliper and like I am like I have no choice but to execute all involved in this Grant Cardone training. So like I watch an hour in at in the morning and an hour at night. I watch this Grant Cardone. It's like my brain's being washed. And I told Jesse, my brain needs washed yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from and all those years of dumb stuff. So. I would say, and I would challenge, and, I, and I, I'm saying it to myself too, like the fears that exist from saying, I want to get from point A to point B. And, and again, this is for myself too, are also just excuses, hmm. right? Like every fear that somebody might have out there and saying that they can't do what Joe's done or they can't do what we're doing or they can't do what X, Y, and Z is doing. It's more than a fear. It's an excuse. And they've created this this excuse in their head, right? Like challenge yourself. You're saying to yourself right now, we got it different than you. They have it different than I, like whatever it is. So therefore I can't do it. I'm scared to do it. Really like you're creating an excuse and your excuse is a myriad of things. Like it could be that you have kids or it could be that you have this job that's like nine to five and it's paying the bills barely, or you could that you have some like money stashed away in some corner of the room that you don't want to waste or, or lose. But like the reality is it's, it's an excuse. So like change your mind frame, wash your brain, you're going to change your life by having these doubts, having these fears, having these excuses. Like if you want to change your life, it's going to take hard work. It's going to take motivation. It's going to take something beyond what you thought you could do. And it's going to take like a marathon of effort. When I first met Joe, we were having a conversation and I didn't even know there was a word for it. It was called imposter syndrome. Remember? And and he was like, man, you wouldn't even know that I deal with that with billionaires. And it's like there's levels to it. And like guys, very successful, very productive. But he has 
imposter syndrome. Um, everybody goes through it, man. Yeah, people overcomplicate that <clears throat> and any excuse. It's like if, if you take everything Jesse just said, you know, the next thing they start doing is telling you, I, I could do all that, but I have all these other things going on or I'll do this when all of these other things fall into place. Well, guess what? None of those things are going to fall into place. It just is not going to happen. And imposter syndrome, that, that exists at every level. Talk to a millionaire or a billionaire. You know, like one of the biggest things right now is me alienating myself from the day-to-day running the business. It's like, what, what do I do? What do I do now? Like, it's like, well, go, go do more businesses. So I start doing just turn off the imposter syndrome bullshit, you know, like just, just turn it off. Like, okay. So that, that's bothering you. Throw it away and move on. You got sued, throw it away, move on. It doesn't matter. You, it, you can get sued and you can cry about it for a week, or you can get sued and go make enough money to pay off a lawsuit or just get a complex legal structure, not pay them off. And but. the, the imposter syndrome for, for those who don't know, just basically like not believing you are well, like good enough. Like what is, what yeah, is it's it? like, no matter, um, and, and this happens to people with huge egos, happens to everybody. It's like, no matter what you, what you have achieved, you always feel like, do I really deserve this? Like, and it feeds into, you know, if you came up from a middle-class background or a really, really poor background, you do go, get somewhere. It's like, you don't want your family to see that. Um, like I was pretty nervous to show my family my house. I didn't know how that was going to go. I mean, if you had asked me six months ago, should I buy a house? Realtors don't tell your clients this. I would just not, I'd be like, that's the dumbest thing to do right. Houses, are, houses aren't the investment right now. Businesses are. And I think like a lot of people kind of know something's coming, a correction, whether it's in the, it's in the markets, in the real estate market, it'll affect everything. Prices will stabilize. A good indicator to me is just that, you know, I sold my, my last house for the same price it sold for in 2008 when the prices were high at the height or I guess 26 or 2006. But, um, the point is that's a pretty good indicator. One big thing that people are always like trying to do is I hear this from a lot of realtors. They're trying to be an investor. Um, but then they go for the wrong unit count, you know, bigger deals are easier to finance. They're easier to cash flow on. They're more stable. And it's as simple as this. If you have a single family home or a duplex and you lose a tenant, you're, you're done. You know, if you have a 20 unit complex and you lose two tenants, you're good. You can still pay the debt. The debt service is still covered. And that's what's important. And really all cash flow from these properties becomes is a liability. It's so, something you now have to pay taxes on. So let me ask you something because now you have a little bit more free time because you're, you're stepping back from the business. Are you going to take this opportunity? Because I know you're about to launch a book, right? You've been writing a book. Man. We're launching a book, but I'm actually going to just use it to do more. So I hired a chief of staff that can kind of run the day-to-day operations of most companies. And I just want to focus on acquisitions and, and just really high-level stuff. So acquiring more title companies, doing more joint ventures with real estate brokers, um, and recruiting more real estate agents to the company. One of the things that we do really, really well, and this is mainly Jesse's role now is, you know, um, coming from KW and, and being a new agent, kind of starting from nothing. I realized that it wasn't training that agents needed. Uh, that's, I, I never really think it's the training. It's a, it's a mindset shift. It's a need. culture. You need better culture. You need more commission split. You need leads. You need that, that type of stuff, like practical stuff. Get on the phone with somebody then we can train you. Go write it, get someone that convince them to write a deal and get under contract. Then we'll teach you how to write all that up. And then so it's simple. It's like realtors always say, well, how am I going to get from 6 million to 15 million? A team? Well, how many calls a day do you make? I don't, I don't make any. Okay. So, well, let's start there. Make a hundred calls today. Is, you know, and if you do that every single day, 
you will close deals. You, you just will. There's no, there's no way around it. Just sheer volume across the board. You can never lose. You know, the bigger the business, the better you are. You know, if you look at, um, I'm kind of stealing this a little bit from Grant Cardone, but when the market tanked and they were calling all these mortgages due, who did they call? They called these individual homeowners. They didn't call the guys with a billion dollars in real estate debt. They were like, how can we help you out, sir? You know, but everyone else, they're like, screw you guys, give us your house. And they cashed in on it. And so um, now, now that you wrote a book, right, and, you know, you're having a little bit more time and you're actually coming up with an educational platform for your realtors, right? Our whole model, you know, people are always talking about getting paid and uh, these assholes online with these e-com things. And I don't have Instagram on my phone. I hate social media. I don't touch it. I don't want anything to do with it because it's all fake. You know, and if you start looking into the backgrounds of these people, it's like, well, okay, you rented that jet. That's why you're taking a picture of it. You rent these Rolls Royces. Like I was talking to a guy. Uh, I just wanted to go see a Rolls Royce. I have no intention of buying one anytime soon. He's like, oh yeah, people just buy them. And then they put them on tour and rent them out so people come take pictures with it. And I'm like, that's so pathetic. Um, so I don't have, you know, what I want and the people that I, I would want to help are the people who are just not coming to me and saying like, I don't, you know, I don't even know where to start. Like, how do I go from 6 million to 15 million? Really? Like you already know what to do, but come to me now and say, I've got so much money that I made from making, I started making a hundred calls a day because I, I have common sense and realized that all I needed to do was double down on my volume. How do I get to the, you know, where can I park this money? Um, how can I scale this business? How can I grow my team? How can I add a vertical? Interject here because I, I was gone for a minute. And I, yeah. Now I hey, welcome back, again. buddy. Uh, the time that I've known him, the time that I've known Joe, it's not been like, I'm going to coach you. I'm going to show you how it's done. I'm going to come like, let's do all these. No, I'm going to lead by example, right? I'm going to go out and I'm going to continue to make moves that make sense, that make me money, that make the business money, that grow everybody around me. And from there, you're either going to come along for the ride or you're not. Right. And so <laughs> law of attraction exists. That's, that's the Yo. coaching element, right? The, Yo. the reason that you learned what you learned and he dropped the knowledge that he dropped was not because he intended to come out and coach. It was because he was living his life leading by example. It attracted other people and they were blessed to hear and see what he was doing. Right. Like that's the ultimate goal is let's lead by example. Let's, let's attract because of the law of attraction and let's inspire because of because like he said on Instagram, man, all these, you know, gurus and master classes and like I bought into a lot of them and some of them are good. But like it's better when you have the real deal, like our team, like the network, like what we're going to be doing. We're going to be bringing people together and just having a good time. And like I'm so excited to learn, man, because I don't know nothing, man. And the problem is the people that know everything are broke. Like when you know everything, you're broke. Like. Rich people, they, they don't think like that. They have a what mindset? A limited. I would say that it's interesting if you walked around this three-person couch. Like, do you feel like you know everything? I don't feel like I know anything. I I like we follow the footsteps of those before us. It's just like, let's just do it. There's, there's 10 ideas, and all 10 of those ideas are saying, like you said, I wish I would have done that or I, I could have done that in X, Y, and Z, but then that person actually did it. And there they are, and we're all looking at them. Like, and then you feel sick it. for no reason. Man. What's I your say, I actually say that, I mean, like about anxiety and people that have anxiety. 
I'm like, you know, I wonder if anxiety is really just your brain telling you that you're not doing anything with your life and maybe you should step up, you know, now not to say I'm sure there's a very small population in the world that actually has chronic real depression that can only be cured with pills. I believe that I, I'm most anxious when I'm idle. I'm Same. most anxious when I'm not doing more than what I think I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Just sit on your couch and say, my life is going to change. You got to do something about it. Super simple. Caught up. That's why I love Joe and Jesse, man. Like anytime I bring something to him, all right, let's do it. Like, I ain't going to lie, Joe. I told a lot of my friends about you. I was like, he's so successful. You know why? Because he just puts people together. I'm our biggest goal every day and the action that we take is like introduce me to somebody and and it's everything it's the real estate side it's new business side it's meet a millionaire billionaire whatever like the only way that's going to happen is you meet somebody you didn't meet before so what kind of relationships are you looking for like first don't worry about the introductions put in the work and the introductions are going to come to you because people are going to notice that you've actually started to achieve something Um, so there's so many people out there looking to get proximity, looking to get close to people, worrying about what their value is. Um, I take all that out of the equation. And if I want to be somewhere, I go there and you need to pay to go there. Or, you know, if you want to know how to get new clients in a new business, you're starting, um, go do it for free. You know, if you want to work somewhere, call them a million fucking times and work there for free. They'll hire you. You know, if you want to sell real estate, I mean, this is like the dumbest thing I've ever said, but go sell a house for free and offer to be their buyer's agent. Like you want to build up a book of clients, make it a no brainer for people. He, he dropped some doms, but what I was thinking he might say is I don't really care who I meet because we'll never know where it will go. But like he did drop bombs of, I want to be in certain places because you know, the type of people who might be there. And if you want to meet somebody or be in a business, I mean, he, he, he got me. I tried to set him up. Yeah. yeah I mean, me. it's, a, it's in, you know, it's intimidating. I actually had set this goal that I had never had before. I first go abundance is, is a, like a, a men's networking group and you got to have a minimum net worth to get in and you get interviewed and you join. And then they have an upper tier group. So I worked like hell and this should tell you everything. I worked like hell to get my net worth up to qualify for champions. I did that in like six to nine months. Then from there, they start telling me about how I, I had built this um, American art presidential collection. I'm starting to build it, like 13 presidents, all of their paintings. And this guy who worked at PricewaterhouseCooper was like, oh, one of my clients is a billionaire and he has all these paintings. And I was like, mm. huh, why didn't I ever try to meet a billionaire? Like, if I can, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go meet a billionaire. So I start telling myself this constantly. A few weeks later. I get a one-on-one meeting with Dave Osborne, who's basically a billionaire. A few weeks after that, I get invited to Necker Island. Oh, the reason I got super, super angry, and sometimes you need a chip on your shoulder, is the billionaire basically said that I'd be wasting his time by meeting with him. So I said, oh, that's okay. You're just not the right billionaire. Move on. I go, and next thing you know, I know like 10 billionaires. So you had a goal to meet a billionaire. Well, first to be in Champions. Then to meet a billionaire. And then 10 billionaires later, including a couple, you said, now I'm in, I'm not, it's not worth it. I'm a partner in R360 <laughs> and the chairman of the Rising Leaders Committee. And I know 60 people worth more than Manifest destiny. But yeah, you got to pay to get in the room. You got The money I paid in those rooms and people won't even put up $1,000 to go to a, to go to an event. Um, That's what going broke means, yeah. right? Like I, I've had these jeans. They have holes in them. I've 
had these for like seven years. I don't care about clothes. Jesse knows I wear, I wear the same clothes every single day. I wear, I have like three outfits, shorts, polo shirt. You're on a magazine cover. It was this shirt. So, (laughs) so I know some agents probably watch this and they're like, yo, I need to be a part of that team. How can they get a hold of us? Reach out to me or Jesse. Um, Two things. If you're a realtor in this city, uh, we will be forcing my book on you at some point. And then hopefully Jesse will be like one piece of advice. There are, there's really three top books, but if you were going to read one right now, it'd be the 10 X rule by Grant Cardone. We've mentioned his name a million times and that's because he has literally changed my life. Uh, and I think a lot of the people that work for us, um, he changed then, my life. He's incredible. And then two other books, Relentless by Tim Grover and Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Now, based on the titles, they're very aggressive books. Um, but Well, the, all of the things you just said and somebody text will get message. back to you, but you can text me or call me on so my So anybody cell phone. can text you guys. 510-205-5371. It's not a secret. Awesome. It's like we're, we're here looking for it. I assumed he would say anybody. He took it to the next level because he's already passed that you know, anybody who's, he has goals, but generally like you should be able to say, I'll meet that person. And if it works, it works. And if they're not supposed to be in my five, get them out of your five. Mm. But an intro does not like marry you to that person or does not like condemn me. If I introduce you and you don't, you don't work well. The, um, one of the reasons that I, I used to spend a lot of time with individual agents and, and people, there are multiple agents that used to work for the company who we would go to. I would take these guys to the gym with me. Um, I would hang out with them every night. I would give them the keys to everything that I was doing. I'd tell them everything. I'd lay it out for them line by line. I will tell people exactly what they need to do. I'm not going to coach them through it. They're either going to execute it on their or they're not. The most frustrating part, um, and I haven't achieved anything compared to the people that I'm surrounded by, but the most frustrating part for them and you can tell a lot of them are sick of it. So I'm very careful about how I interact with them and what I ask for. I don't ask for anything. I try to give value, hence running the Rising Leaders Committee. Um, it's a huge turnoff to spend so much time on somebody, tell them everything they need to do, and they still question you, and they still don't do it. I told people how I bought 70 properties in Pittsburgh, 100% seller financed, and all they could ask is, how's that legal? What, the, what, is that even, what does that even mean? How's that legal? It's legal. I, I don't know. Shut up. Do it right. or don't do it. We're in Miami for a Grant Cardone event. And a few people were like debating or, or questioning something that Grant Cardone said. You know, and in the back of my head, I'm just like, who are you to do that? Like if someone who's where you want to be in a business world and hasn't gone to jail and has done everything legally and they've got a big company and you like what they did and you're following them and they say, hey, go do these 10 things. Just do them. Yeah. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. And the, the, the fear, the questions, yeah. the doubts, like those are going to be there. But then, all right, continue yeah. where you're at and watch that person rise and ascend. Yeah. So best, best destiny. It's going to happen. You're going to create it. You're going to see it through. Give us a good outro. If you are trying to network, connect, collaborate, create, and change your life. Network with us, baby, so you can bring your net worth up. Yeah, and increase we're out of your here. Network to increase your net worth. And we're out of here like that.